Welcome to Can We Say It? We're back. How are you going, Beck? I'm doing good. How's everything there? You know, keeping on, keeping on. Keeping on. <laughs> doing it's, it's, doing every it. Day, every day is a ride. Uh, oh, yeah. Today, though, we're, we're getting a little, we're changing gears a little bit. We are chatting about birth and just the act of birth. Uh, I want to preface this episode by saying maybe this post- podcast episode needs a warning label we're just going to give the facts on birth and what happened and our expectations and like well, a bit of a our personal... experiences as well like our experience yeah compared to expectations maybe and we want to preface it as well by the, by saying that you know this isn't like oh we're mums and it's about birth it's just the act of birth and there could be different ways of birth and in we're not taking anything away from mums of fur babies, mums of cats, caregivers, however you like mother. This isn't a mothering episode. It's more about just the act, labor. the simple act of labor <laughs> and birth in, in, in all its many different forms. So, yeah, just wanted to, to um, you know, just clarify that. So yeah. and we wanted, to do, we wanted to do this a while back, but I think I was too traumatized to even talk about it before oh yeah um yeah it was like super emotional and I was still recovering and I was still in a lot of pain I was like there's no way I can even talk about it now wow. I mean it's very like at fresh the time you. Mm. it was and now it's it's oh yeah I, I mean it's still fresh I'm still sore um but God. it's not like I cannot talk about it now now I'm I can talk about it and we can talk about it and we can say whatever we want really well let's start with that I think it's really interesting because when I first uh had my first when I first gave birth I didn't shut up about it for months like anybody who was in my presence all I talked about was the the labor like I was but that's like your hormones and things do I probably strange would have things as well but I mean I'll but you didn't have story. a very good experience. Well, I didn't. I didn't like literally give birth at the end of you know. But you did. You see, and I think I you did, need to. You need to know. accept the fact that uh, no matter how it comes out, you've given birth. So whether right. or not you've it's you've had a cesarean or you've given birth uh, with an epidural or you've given birth vaginally or whatever, it's it's birth. Like the baby yeah, has come out that's of you. True. Yeah, that is true. Um, yeah, so maybe it, it is an experience no matter how you, <laughs> no matter what you go through, how how the baby comes out, how many hours you're in labour, what happened. Like it's, it is something you will never, ever, ever forget. Oh. <laughs> or something you want to forget. Sometimes women do. Yeah. Like honestly, I was just chatting because I've been talking about this the last couple of days and I've had a few friends about to, have babies next month and a couple that are actually, you know, having babies literally right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was talking about it and I have obviously blanked a lot of it out because Howie's still like, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget in how much pain you, I'll never forget the weeks, the months, you know, and I've, I have kind of blanked a lot of it out, like of right. the pain because yeah, I don't know. We, That's we... why women have more. Otherwise they wouldn't if they remembered every single bit of it. Uh, I the last time I did it was four years ago now, and it's enough of a it's enough time has passed where I go. Mm, 
but part as soon as I think about it, I'm like, nah, no, no, no thanks, too traumatic. Like I believe it is traumatic. Like no matter what, I mean, no matter which way you look at it. And I'm sorry, I've got to like say this, but there's all. I mean, I, and I'm guilty. I follow them. There's like some Instagram accounts or like footage and like documentaries and 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 uh, books out there that give this idea to women because we are informed now that it's going to be this magical experience where you're in a pool of water and it just pops out and it's really not like that and I think that it sets really really a misconception to women because everybody has it so it's different it's different like I have heard experiences where they've had a doula and it's been great a great experience and I have had friends that are like oh it was fine my like he came out on my due date and it happened also quickly I had a few cramps and then it was a bit crazy I'm just like shut shut the front door I am shut the f up but but the thing is at the time when I was because I was interested in asking all these questions to all my friends because everyone did have different stories so I was taking it in and I was like oh well maybe that might be like that for me or maybe it will be you know um it's like every single person has a different story I think my to be honest I don't feel like mine could have got any worse okay, when I look back on it now. Right, so then. I'll delve into it so let's because start there like, what happened what were your okay no okay. let's start there wait what was your no because you're a first time mom and it's very different when you're first time so let me ask you okay what was your expectation when you were pregnant how did you think it was going to go down or what were mm. your expectations of it I didn't know how it was going to go down. Like, yeah, I mean, I thought, oh, I could be in labor for days. I could be exhausted. I started, you know, I was watching those labor shows towards the end and um, it was kind of, I would think I was kind of scared Yeah. Um, because you don't know what's going to happen and everyone's like, oh, you've got to bounce on the ball more or jump, you know, and I didn't almost want to bring it on the labor. So basically I, I did want to bring it on, but I didn't want to be, I didn't want it to come early. I didn't want it to yeah, come but did early. you have an expectation of how, like, was there something that you were I didn't think passionate it about? As in, I, I want, there was oh, yeah, like a yeah. line that you weren't going to call, oh. like, I'm, I'm doing this or I mean, I'm doing this. Is, this is the funniest thing. So when I think about it now, the hospital bag I packed, I used absolutely nothing in there. I wrote a birth pa- I wrote a birth plan. I wish I wish I had it to read to you now because it is a joke. Okay. And I would <laughs> I laugh. I laugh now. I had like, you know, like, oh, right. yeah, I had candles. I had essential <laughs> oils. I went and got lavender oil for a diffuser and I wrote I wanted a dimly lit room. I went I'm like a dimly lit room on my what was wrong with me in terms of like that's what I thought it was going to be this experience and mm-hmm. it was definitely not dimly lit uh, it was I mean I was overdue a week and then I went for Very a checkup standard. yes yeah, standard yeah. and then I went for a checkup and they were literally at the checkup said your fluid level is low the baby's tummy stomach is small you're going to have to be induced the baby needs to come out like ASAP you're going to go home quickly you're going to get your bag and you're going to come back and I was like wow okay this is happening um yeah so all these things of you should just let it happen natural I'm like oh maybe I should have had that that membrane sweep and maybe I should have had things I should have gone and had the acupuncture they recommended but I was like no let it happen naturally did not happen naturally so I went came back they um I think they 
they put like they had to put a catheter in me or no not they they put something you know what oh, they, they had to they yeah they had yeah they had to put a like a balloon in me um the night before to kind of try to open my cervix right so i did that and then they were gonna in, they induced me the next morning and how did and they induce you did they start with the first line of induction where it's like there's some kind of gel thing uh, uh, you know what? I'm. It is a blur, and okay, I don't even okay. remember that. I just remember right. they they broke my water. They okay, started wow. to. They did everything yeah, to you. They asked me if I wanted to feel contractions or do I want epidurals straight away, and I was like, okay, I'll feel con- the feel feel the contractions. Sure. I felt them for a while. There were a lot. I was like, I want the epidural like now. I want it. Um. So I had yeah. the epidural. Smart. <laughs> I had the smart, epidural. But- I'm smart, but the epidural didn't work. Now, it let's just say wrong. this. It's like one out of about 10 or, I don't know, 10 or 20,000 people that it doesn't work on, which is it, like the worst lines. Luck. The worst luck. And they're also cranking up the contractions every 30 minutes. And I'm screaming in an oxygen. I'm screaming into the oxygen mask. Wow, My mom got an oxygen mask. You're so well, I had, I had, sorry, not an oxygen. It was like, the, it was gas. Sorry, not an oxygen you mask. You gas? I had gas. So unfair. But not out. unfair. I didn't have an epidural. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, so I'm fine. screaming into the oxygen. Oxygen mask. My mum is there, and she had didn't her hearing aid wasn't working. She thought I wasn't screaming at all. I was screaming in the gas mask. I was, I couldn't handle it. Like I couldn't handle it. And we were going on. It was on. It was on like that, on and off, on and off like that for like ten hours, and nothing, nothing was happening. You were not dilating. I was not. I was dilated maybe two centimeters, and then not enough. Not enough for them. Not enough. I started. I had a fever and then I started bleeding and the oh, doctors dear. came in in the evening and said, you've got to have an emergency C-section. Right. So they rushed me in there and then, I mean, even that in itself, you, I think you're just out of it and drugged out and out of it and you're like, you're okay, very and it's exhausting. happening it's very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so how many they- hours after this did they – did their surgeon, did the doctors come in and say, let's get her into the operating ten. room? How many yeah, hours have gone past? 10 to, ten tw- hours, ten to yeah. 12 hours. Of just, of just trying to get through it in hell. Yeah. 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 And I remember your mum, your, I went, I was Cause I saw your mum. I barely remember that, but yeah. I saw your mum. Your mum came in and saw me. I was worried. We were taking the kids. It was a day after work. It was Friday night, wasn't it? Cause I was taking yes, the kids. Yes, it was Friday night. Yeah. And I was in touch with your mum in the movie. I like ran out. I was like, yes, because my mum was keeping you posted. She was keeping me informed that you're going into surgery. So I was sitting there in the movie theater going, shit, shit, shit. Hope it's okay. Hope it goes well. Like, I'm like, you know, <laughs> sending positive vibes. Because all my friends have had babies. I was like the last one. <laughs> surgery went well. But the sur- luckily, okay, let's, let's fast so forward a bit. The surgery forward. did go well. I mean, the baby came out and it was, and the baby was fine. And, healthy, and, and, and you you seem to have gone through surgery okay, but then it got bad. It got after. bad, and this is what people don't talk about, what happens after and the recovery. Correct. And I didn't know that the recovery for a C-section is different for an emergency C-section because, you know, it, you're more prone to infections, your cervix was open, you've laboured, you're exhausted. It's not like a normal C-section. So I suffered yeah. a lot. I suffered like skin infections I then um 
and I then eventually I was it was so funny because he's just to make it lighthearted for a second my mum we were shopping for ages she's like you've got to get nice pajamas you've got to get nice pajamas for the hospital if people see you and we would shop all the time for nice pajamas and all that stuff <laughs> I couldn't even wear clothes for a week in hospital I couldn't have anyone see me I was in that much pain I couldn't walk I couldn't get up I couldn't hold my own baby um I went after I was in the hospital for a week, I couldn't get out of the room. I went home for two days. I had to go you, back you to were, hospital. You had an from I had, yeah, I I went home for two days. I had clotting. I then had a hematoma and um, endometritis, and I I was sent back to the hospital, and I had to stay there again another week with the baby with my husband. Shocking. Honestly, my recovery took the worst. It was torture. It's torture. Torture. Absolutely. Now, um, how are you in, uh, when you say you're still in pain now, as in like, I know it takes a year, like, honestly, I, I mean, I've never had a cesarean, but it takes, it took, I could safely say that it took a year for my body to heal completely yeah. and feel like I was myself in Yourself. my body again. Do, are you still? Yeah, I, like, I'm still in, yeah, my scar, I mean, I can finally sleep properly and walk and and do things but and it doesn't help when you have a child constantly like trying to jump on you and you're holding them mm. and stuff now but yeah my the my my scar area is still sore it is right. still sore and internally it probably took a lot of time or it's taking yeah, a lot of time it is it is and are people i mean not to get i mean I know it, it takes time for even women, you know, after laboring like vaginally to have sex again, but I think it's just as hard for women that have had maybe emergency C-sections or infections and all that kind of stuff yeah, you as don't well. Feel right. you, you don't, you feel... don't feel right in there because you've been cut open or you've been stitched up, you know, you, something, you know, it takes a long time to recover. Yeah. Well, it's but not... it begs the question, have you, have you gone there? Yes. try have tried to and it's and it's painful and I, I think I I was like but wait I didn't even have I didn't even yeah. my, my child didn't yeah, come out like that yeah, but, but area is very that area is super it's, sensitive it's, yeah. yeah it's all very close to after infections it's true like, it's also had a lot of pressure on it like and stuff happened to it's it a lot like, of stuff it, like it, uterus it and everything Alex and I called it like there's an environment in there that is there is it has to kind of uh you know sort of go through a little bit of a re 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 um acclimating like a it's <laughs> true because I had to have even like you know miscarriages you have like a DNC and I I had like um still stuff in there that they had to surgically remove. I had to have surgery six weeks after birth as well. So there's just so many things in there that are still healing. I feel that it's just going to take time. It's such such a, a really like just the worst kind of thing that could have happened. Well, I'm, I think it, yeah. I mean, there are things that are worse than that even. Uh, and my sister-in-law could be a testament of to that. Course, but, of um, course, I'm sure. But, um, they're, they're, but it is one of the – it's just a terrible turn of events that happened for you and really bad luck. And um, do you do you think Yeah, that- I didn't – I definitely didn't have that, that Kourtney Kardashian birth, which in my head I thought, oh, that would be cool if I could pull my own baby yeah, out and myself. Can you, can you and- <laughs> I never saw that. Can you tell – what, what so, happened? I mean, it's some kind of kumbaya. Yeah, it birth. was very kumbaya. She 
barely screamed. I think maybe she didn't scream at all, but she was quite calm. And then when she did that last push, she literally leaned forward, pulled out the whole baby out of her and pulled it onto her chest. God. I was like, "Wow, that's cool." They made they made <laughs> me. They want in both both times that um I gave birth, they wanted me to put. They took my hand to like oh, to put feel, it down to it hold to feel, and I both both times pretty much punched them in the face and yelled <laughs> like, "No, like stop it! I don't want any. I don't want to know what is happening. Yeah. I just need this to." get done <laughs> yeah yeah you just want you just want her out <laughs> and it's so annoying when some I just don't understand like why it's it is really not the same for everyone and I don't know if it's because of pain threshold but for some women it's really not easy and for others like I've spoken to women who and I don't know if they're just bullshitting me but they're like yeah I just took a couple Panadols and it's a bit of a cramp and then it just That's you know pushed it out. I'm like what yeah, no, I had. I remember like pe- women on epidural. I mean, Panadol—that's ridiculous. I know my. I, I knew someone else that was like, "Oh yeah, I just took the epidural and then I start. We ordered Uber Eats and got a pizza and watched Netflix." I'm like, "Who's watching Netflix and ha- like having a baby or having contractions?" Like, I'm sorry, but in my head, I'm <laughs> hearing all these stories, so I'm thinking. I'm telling Howie, "Oh, better let's download all the episodes of stuff we want to watch while we're in the hospital." during labor like that did not happen at all nothing you don't want to watch like, anything you, you i don't know if these not, people are just very it. zen like are they because maybe i'm wound up too tight and I, maybe they're just like very calm and zen person and just was not zen but like do you think it's also pain threshold i mean maybe i think i've got a very high tolerance of pain but I it was I did, really, really but... horrible and but and but um my expectations though, when I was a first time mom, I remember it very clearly. I watched like all these documentaries and at the time it was all about, remember, I don't know if you remember this, but Ricky, I mean, I was in my mid to late twenties. So like Ricky Lake was doing all these. Oh, Ricky she, Lake. Yeah. Ricky Lake did all these home birthing videos and I watched them and like, I was right into it. I was like, wow, they're doing it from home. And like, and, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I'm going to be one of those women. I'm not going to have the epidural. I'm going to do this as in like, Naturally. just do it all <laughs> natural. And, um, and then. And you 15, waited a while, right? To 15 take hours it. into it. I'm like, why am I, who, well, actually I didn't even think this, but I just realized like, what am I trying to prove and who am I trying right. to prove it to? Why am I trying to be a hero? Exactly. Um, and until the doctor walked in and went, and she was a female doctor and obviously a mother, she's like, I really think you should just have the epidural. Oh, she's like, just and take it already. As soon as I had it, I was like, the, and they, you know what? I, I must say, I don't want to make you jealous or anything, but they did dim the light. The midwife was amazing and she dimmed the lights oh, as wow. soon as I had that epidural and she made me all relax. And as soon as I relaxed, from the epidurals, it was on, like Donkey right. Kong, and off we went, and she was born like an hour or two later. Yeah, see, I feel like if my epidural worked in the beginning, maybe I would have been more relaxed and I had the dimly lit room and maybe it would have happened. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, I guess everyone does have a different pain threshold, but at least that made you calmer, right? The epidural? Yeah. Yeah. And then this, the, but the, this last time, you see, it all de- and it all depends on it's all these external factors. Like, do you have supportive oh, 
medical yeah. pro- I mean every all the medical professionals are fantastic but some of them are hard on you like I went when I gave birth in two different countries and like the the first time I I went through it it was like she, she this midwife was like I don't know she was like a mother and and um she spoke we it was like three different languages going on in the room and wow she was amazing I bought her a present after um but then here the last time I had it like the midwives were like hardcore midwives and they would turn every time I had a when I was having contractions for like the big the big final stage um they would turn they would they turn down the epidural on purpose and I got really angry like I I I started like looking at my mum and Nick was in the room and I was like they're turning it down they can't do it I was I was so angry I was livid and I said, and I looked at them and I went, turn it back up. And they're like, no, no, you have to feel this. So I felt pretty much everything in, and I'm, I'm not happy about it. No, but, I wouldn't be happy. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I could get through a lot um, of pain. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm pretty, I was proud of myself, but I was like, mm, that, and I know they did it for my own good because I didn't have to do – I didn't have any kind of, um, you know, Tearing. nothing. Yeah, nothing. Oh, that's really it, it was good. fine because of what they they did, because of what they did, and I they did – you know, it was for my benefit really. Right. Uh, but at the, and, and they were fantastic. I was just like far out. Why? Why do I have Why? to feel this? It's Why? so painful, it and I, yeah, and, and it was it was really hard, and and my kid didn't want to come out. Like every, here's my expectation. The second time round, I was like, everyone kept telling me, oh, then the second one just comes out like way yeah, faster. I've heard that, and I've yeah, mine I've was double friends. the time. Yeah, that's maybe because <laughs> it had been so long between kids. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know either because I have heard that as well. I've, I've I haven't heard it. I've had a few friends that yes, it literally. Like one friend was ba- about to give birth literally in the car, but her first, you know, experience was so. Oh yeah, what about traumatic. those women? Oh, and you know another- what? That's not that's not good. You know what? It's too. That's a bit extreme as well because it kind of bursts out and can tear you. That's scary too. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's everyone just- has a different story. I haven't heard really one alike. I haven't heard. Yeah. Any, I mean, the only ones I look at that I like that I like wish, but I know is not for me is like those people that just seem to be just pop, like pulling them out in the water by themselves. Yeah, I, would, like, I wanted to do that. <laughs> I wanted to do that. That was also in my birth plan. But don't you think that's like <laughs> such a like a miss, like an expectation that isn't realistic? I don't know if it's. I think it can be realistic. But I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone personally that has done that. I also know know women that have had both. They had um, a natural birth, a vaginal birth, Mm -hmm. and then they had a cesarean following time. Well, I think they were saying that they preferred, yeah, elected C-section. Oh, but some one of them had one of our our good friend didn't have. It it was like an also um, an emergency one because of twins. Right. So she yeah, was. Go- they were coming, and they they were coming, and and it was too early. So the doctor advised you advised. need to get it an emergency cesarean because yeah, you, probably like too much stress on 
on the babies and yeah, and I can't you. have I can't I have and, to but have honestly the Alex said that uh, and her recovery was it. easy. It was like yeah, Syrian was like a, a breeze. But I think that's also like I was saying, she had to have an emergency, but it wasn't like she wasn't trying induced from that yet. I think you had like, so much um, I pre, had a lot of complications. Like, yeah, they were doing they. I don't know. Were they asking you whether they could do things or not? Because I remember they wanted to break my water, and I was like, "Nah, you're not doing it." No, yeah, but that's they had to because I was induced. Um, that's what they told you. I yeah. also got a little bit of a gel, like an inducing gel, but they didn't. I they they were like, they wanted to break. They wanted to break my water and bring it on, and I was like, "Nah." I didn't want any interference. I just wanted to play yeah. it. That's the one. I think that's, that's the how one. I wanted it, but also I think that's I the wish one thing I... that I think that's the one thing I held on to was I made. I know it, it, it's very difficult in that state to concentrate or focus, and you need advocates in the room. But I always was like, no, nah, I don't want interference. Like, don't, don't push, don't, don't make this happen before it should. Like, just let it play yes. out. I, I agree and I don't agree in my case with that because, yes, I wanted it to be natural and I know you guys were like, no, let it just happen natural. Even if you're overdue, it's just an estimate. But at the end of the day, like even speaking to my private um, like gynecologist later because I didn't see him before, he said he would have induced me a week earlier because I wouldn't have had the complications of my fluid being low or the mm. baby like it was. It wouldn't have been such an urgent thing that I had to, you know, I could have, uh, avoided certain things yes and yes so yes. I should have maybe been induced on my due date or maybe a day or so after and I do know like friends that have had c-sections and they said you know they there's a prepping before you know so you don't get infections but with emergency c-sections you can't do that the oh. night before because that's why I got all the infections and I could have had moisturizer on me I could have had cream we don't know everything what, was what rushed like do they do I, I know heard my friend here and I don't know if it's in Australia, but she Maybe. said that she had some certain cream or soap that she had to wash herself there with. Oh, um, so wow. it was like a prep before oh. she and she had twins as well. So I think and I think when you have a C section and you're it's different to emergency. Like it's it's different recovery. It's different oh, yeah. everything. Yeah, you had so much um, interference. Like there was an an hours of prolonged labor, and hours, they yeah. were doing stuff in there to you. And yeah. then sent you off in that state to have a baby surgically removed. There's and and that's going into your vital organs. Like you know, it's a very serious. You know, it's it's not like a light-hearted operation. No. You know? So there's a lot. They 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 kind of you know, of course, so many risks are involved. Of course, and like yes, I'm just and glad of course, that you're it, okay. Yeah, that's the thing. It could have been worse. The baby was fine. You know, it's, yeah. and I'm and I you, am healed. And you will be be 100 i'm sure down the track yes, exactly it's just it's such a it's such a crazy experience insane i you know what i give all props to women that have done this to mums to every, you know many many a times we are amazing beings we are warriors we're superhuman mm. For so many reasons, mainly this huge reason. Massive. A massive reason. What you can do is incredible. What you can withstand is very powerful. You have to keep remembering that, especially when 
you know, a lot of the times women have a lot of like maybe self-doubt or that um, imposter syndrome. Just know that you shouldn't be afraid of anything. You can do amazing things with your body, with your mind. Uh, yeah. When they go, it's, it's, it's incredible. And it's, I think I also wanted to point out this contrast of um, women now speaking of women now who know like you know where where this generation of women that know everything we're very informed there's everything you need to know about birth or yes pay yourself you can you can research and read and nothing prepares you for the real thing to be honest but no, you know we can we're very informed now we know exactly what could happen what the risks are what plays out uh but you know our parents and our parents parents they didn't have any idea like my mom said she didn't even know your water was supposed to break. Right. Um, so like, yeah. So it's interesting. And I wonder if, is it better to know or is it better to not know a few things and just Maybe get somewhere it. in between, somewhere in between once again, yeah, like, be educated. <laughs> Seriously. It should, I think we're going to change our, our podcast soon to balance. It's all about balance. Can we but say I, balance? Yeah. I mean, I think it's good to be educated and to, but maybe not know, know enough but not too much because you're going to have your own experience. Yeah. We kind of did want to touch upon the fact that we both had mis- – since we are on topic of birth, yeah. we both had miscarriages. I had to give birth to – like mine was already in the stage yes, where I, don't I, even know I had to like give birth and it was already kind of like it was dying or slash already dead. Yeah, I say it, but it's he did he did, and I'm sure it was a little boy, and he did have a name, and it's sad, but like I totally did not deal with that. Um, uh, I, don't, but, I don't know how you how women do. I think, and it's hard. That was it's hard. A hard thing to get over. Uh, um, I guess I wasn't like. I know this sounds terrible. It was cold, but I wasn't attached as attached. I was, but I wasn't like I had to detach from having some kind of like um really like con- like connection a connection yeah like i had to sort of i had to let it i don't know i had to let it go maybe i just pushed it away but um when it I happened think it, i think it would have been hard i'd say for me and maybe for you as well if like after that you weren't able to get pregnant again or yeah. it took a really long time like i feel like you're probably so lucky and feel so grateful that you were yeah I was like immediately like next yeah and I think the same with me or I would have been absolutely devastated because it is so hard for women and you know that some women have multiples miscarriages and it's yeah that's it's it's actually really horrible actually I think I must have and it's something I have to learn to do better and what I what I'm working on myself with therapy I, I don't seem to deal well emotionally with things Uh, like serious things I I usually sort of go I go right that happened sad for a day too Uh, let's go let's next and that's probably not super healthy I I had to deal with it and sometimes you don't realize that you were traumatized from certain things like I don't have always a delayed reaction yes and I thought I got through it and then I think when I got pregnant with with my little one now that I was having nightmares in the beginning of losing him because oh yeah, I was terrified. Terrified, like yeah, I had terrifying moments during the whole pregnancy after the miscarriage. Going, what if something happens? Oh my god, yeah. I don't deal with it again. Um, it makes your unfort. I mean, for me, it made my like then finally getting pregnant. Everything was fine. I was still so 
scared to say anything to anyone and was super careful. I don't think I really announced it posted or anything till I was like 35 weeks or something or 34 weeks. I just, yeah. I just didn't want to. Yeah. I you didn't just want anything to go wrong. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Being super, yeah. super cautious. Absolutely. And it's, it's, um it's interesting about miscarriages that not many people, not enough women, I feel, talk about it. Not many no. people. Um, put enough attention on it because I think one in four do go and through it. I think it's also a- so painful to talk about sometimes. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's really hard. And uh, more, and I, as soon as it happened to me, like everyone started saying, "Oh, I had it, and this happened, and it was horrible, and there was blood everywhere." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, why don't we? Why don't we tell each other more about this? this stuff like or why talk we about it, more. it silently all the time you know as some kind of like horrible secret shame that we have it's okay like it's it happens uh yeah it and, but it is it is a loss it is a loss that you have to kind of get get through and grieve uh yeah. But, but yeah that's actually depending on how you know far along you are but i think it doesn't matter if, like i said preg- getting pregnant is not easy for a lot of people mm-hmm. um so I think miscarriages are hard because you you finally gotten to that point and then that that happens and then you're not sure and you're down on yourself and you're it's I think it's mm. that maybe that's why people don't talk about it I, I'm not sure why but I feel like that's one of the reasons. Yeah, but there's also this. I feel like there's a reason of um, maybe it's my fault. Like, what did I do wrong? Why didn't it survive? I yeah. felt that. Like maybe it was something I did. Of course. Or like, oh, totally. I was like, oh, my gosh, did I – was it a chemical? Did I breathe in something that was wrong or did I eat yeah. something that was wrong or, I, or did I do something? Yeah, you, you – I definitely felt felt that way as well. Like what? But for whatever what reason, something, something in nature that didn't allow for that to – allow for that particular child to survive but we always remember we always remember him uh uh we always um yeah we always remember and like and kind of acknowledge yes and think about what could have what might have been or could have been but still very grateful oh yeah and you've just got the most beautiful you have two of the most beautiful girls ever like they're amazing yeah touch wood (laughs) touch wood (laughs) Um, now maybe a bit of a prelude to our next episode we might do something on superstitions i'm like spitting and touching wood Um, (laughs) it's it's gonna help um but yeah so it's been good to finally chat about i'm glad you i'm glad you talked about it really i think it's important that you need you needed to do it i'm glad i think i'm glad i did it for myself and for anyone listening that is pregnant about to you know just or had a baby or their recovery was tough and you didn't know that the recovery can be tough as you know so there's and and like I said not all not all of it's as traumatizing as maybe my experience so I don't want to scare people with horror stories it was just my personal experience oh, we do want to give you we do we not we don't want to say I'll be honest we're giving you the <laughs> honest lowdown of what what's what's involved it's not an un, it's not a simple undertaking no, not at all. But I feel good. I feel like yeah, I'm I, glad. I feel, good. I feel like we, it's good we did this. I'm glad, and I'm happy. I'm happy that you discussed it. I think it's therapeutic. Absolutely, cathartic. absolutely. And um, just want to just again say 
what warriors we are and I love all you women, everyone that's, I mean, and it doesn't just, not just because you've labored children, but we women are, we, we go through a lot. We put up with a lot. We handle a lot and we're just awesome. That's right. We're awesome. And you can, you, you know what, you can give birth to anything. You can, some people say writing a book is like giving birth. Like you have to go through some hard Lovers of anything. To, to, yeah. to create that's, Absolutely. I think that's the, the lesson learned there so uh and i thanks. hope this has been helpful and you guys have hopefully this has been for enlightening and yeah, uh, enlightening. yeah. <laughs> we, we certainly enjoyed it thanks for listening again thank and, you uh, please will... like like comment yes, like, download subscribe download thank you, thank you. We'll see you next time see you next time bye, bye. Can we see it?